The NFL Divisional Playoffs occurred this past weekend, which is by far a very exciting weekend with some dramatic surprises, upsets, some last-minute victories, while also leaving two prominent NFL franchises with questions on their quarterback future. And we now know who's going to be facing off against one another in the conference championships right before the Super Bowl. But first, though... Let us begin. Welcome to Bruce Stilled, everyone. I'm your host, Brandon. In this episode of Bruce Stilled, we're recapping the recent NFL Divisional Playoff Weekend. And the Divisional Round was just as unpredictable as this year's NFL season, in where I saw three upsets this weekend. Two upsets for sure, but I actually think I saw three upsets this weekend. We'll get to that here in a few minutes. And also the major overtime thriller between Buffalo and the Kansas City Chiefs, which will by far be one of the best games ever in the history of the NFL playoffs. And that is also on the lineup as well. But first, so what beer am I pairing with this past weekend's NFL action? It's definitely a beer suited for the winter we are in now. Now, and that beer is from Einstock Brewing out of Iceland, and this beer is your Winter Ale. The Einstock Icelandic Winter Ale is definitely an excellent beer to try out definitely in the winter months. As a seasonal beer, so definitely check it out while you have the chance to endure in this winter. This beer is a smoked Icelandic barley pale ale malt with crystal malt, chocolate malt, Bavarian hops, and also its Icelandic spruce tips. And when you combine all these flavors, you get a smoky pine and whiskey taste to this beer, which really adds an excellent flavor for this beer, and it has an ABV of 8.0%. And it's also a limited edition winter ale that's definitely worth checking out so if you find this beer the einstock winter ale definitely do check it out you definitely will not be disappointed it comes in a can or a bottle that also has a signature einstock logo on the can as well and it's also a good beer that has good interesting food pairings you can definitely pair this with the hearty meal with the hearty savory meal such as hamburgers meat dishes and you can pair with desserts as well this beer goes good with chocolate along with steaks or other hearty meals like hamburgers so it's definitely a good beer to pair with food it has more of a universal feel to it that you would enjoy in a cold winter's night so it's definitely a good universal winter beer. We definitely like to try Einstock beers all year round, but this winter ale is definitely a beer to have in the winter on a cold winter night, you know, after your team loses, which by now has happened to several of us, such as myself at the Cowboys. So if you're having a good night, a cold winter's night in, you're actually watching football on a cold winter's night, this beer to Einstock winter ale is definitely a beer worth checking out. And again, that beer is the Icelandic winter ale from Einstock Brewing out of Iceland. It's definitely a good winter ale you definitely want to check out. And that is a beer and beverage I am pairing with this past weekend's NFL Divisional Playoff Action. And now it's time to recap this past weekend's NFL action and NFL's divisional round of the playoffs, which is by far a very unpredictable and very exciting weekend of NFL games, particularly the game between Buffalo and Kansas City, which you get to hear in a few minutes. But first, I'll start the Saturday slate of games, starting with Cincinnati and the Tennessee Titans, where the Cincinnati Bengals defeated the Tennessee Titans in an upset by a score of 19-16. It was not a very high-scoring game, but what really stood out in this game was the upset the Bengals were able to pull off over the Titans. The Titans were the number one seed in the playoffs. Their season is now over after he lost a home this past weekend, and Ryan Tannehill, the quarterback for the Titans, did not have a very good game this past weekend. He threw for three interceptions and one touchdown for 220 yards. Not the best game for Tannehill. While Joe Burrow had one interception, no touchdowns, but in the end, it all came down to the running game, in where Joe Mixon, the running back from the Bengals, scored a touchdown, and in the end, it came down to a field goal right at the very last minute in this game, which sealed the victory for the Bengals. Now, the Bengals are now they're going to advance to the AFC Championship for the first time since the 80s, so this is definitely a major moment for the Cincinnati Bengals 
Eagles, not only for the franchise, but also for Joe Burrow, because many thought that Joe Burrow would not be a good fit for Cincinnati when he was drafted by them. Many were wondering if this could be the end of his career by going to the Bengals, but in the end, though, he is taking the Bengals to the AFC Championship. The Bengals could very much be a team on the rise, not only in the AFC North, but also probably the entire NFL as well. So a question I have now for the Bengals is, are they a team to watch out for? Is this a one-season wonder? Will they be able to play like this next season? Because when I was watching this game, the thing that stood out to most of the Bengals, not in a good way, was their offensive line. Their offensive line was definitely allowing some defensive linemen to break through to get to Joseph Burrow for some sacks. So I think right now the Bengals, they're definitely a team on the rise, but the weakness right now is the offensive line I was watching this game. Their offensive line was definitely not having a good game, which was the case in other games this season, but for the Bengals. So in the end, will the offensive line, will the weakness that the Bengals have with their offensive line, will that be an issue in the AFC Championship when they face off against the Chiefs? Because the Bengals and the Chiefs are destined now for a collision course. That's going to be the AFC Championship, but will the offensive line be an issue? Or will the Bengals be able to overcome that and advance all the way to the Super Bowl? Because right now the Bengals, they are a dark horse right now. They're definitely a team that wants to win the whole thing. They are a team on a mission, making for a very dangerous team to play in the AFC Championship. But their quarterback, Joseph Burrow, definitely has demonstrated great leadership for the Bengals. Many are starting to see him as the next Tom Brady, a Tom Brady in the making. And that could very well be the case, and the Bengals definitely have them as their quarterback, which is definitely indeed a very bright future for the Bengals, but in the end, can he definitely maintain that bright future they're definitely having right now? And as for Titans, their season is now over. What is next for Titans? Many were wondering if the Titans were really actually worthy the number one seed, but in the end, they won enough games to get that seed, but in the end, they lost in the divisional round, so their season is now over. So what's next for Titans? Well, Mike Vrabel said he's definitely going to vow to fix this. He definitely says he tends to stick around a very long time as their head coach, which I definitely do believe will be the case. Mike Vrabel is definitely a good coach, and the Titans are very lucky to have him. But will the Titans be able to move on from this loss? They definitely had some setbacks with Derrick Henry, although he did come back for this game. So I do believe the Titans are definitely a good spot for next season, but he definitely has some issues he probably want to work out in the upcoming draft that will be held in the end of April. But the Titans right now, this was definitely not the game I thought they were going to lose. I had them win in this game. I had them probably even going all the way to the Super Bowl as a possible dark horse. But in the end, their season is now over, and it has now been reported that four assistant coaches from the Titans have been officially fired from the team. So definitely an overhaul of the coaching staff is definitely underway down in Tennessee. But I also wonder if there'll be any major overhauls on the roster. What will the Titans do with their first round draft pick? And how will they use a draft in order to find solutions for the upcoming NFL season by maybe fixing some holes they had in the roster that might have cost them in this NFC divisional round game? But right now, the Bengals, they're advancing. They're going to the AFC Championship for what may be an epic showdown with the Kansas City Chiefs. This now brings me to the NFC Saturday game, which was between the 49ers and the Green Bay Packers, in where the 49ers scored a major upset over the Green Bay Packers. Now, the Packers under Aaron Rodgers have lost four playoff games to the 49ers now. The 49ers won this game in an upset, but also the 49ers do have a history against Aaron Rodgers, where they always come out on top in the playoffs. The 49ers won this game in a very low score game, just like Cincinnati and Tennessee, where the 49ers defeated the Packers by a score of 13-10, which also came down to a last minute field goal. Aaron Rodgers had no touchdowns in this game, and Jimmy Garoppolo had one interception. As this game came down to special teams, special teams were a decisive factor in this game, which in the end allowed the 49ers to score this victory over the Green Bay Packers in Lambeau Field. So now the 49ers, they will advance to the MC Championship game against the Los Angeles Rams, another team the 49ers have a history with, and where they tend to be better than the Rams. But there's also a question that comes from this victory, and that is Jimmy Garoppolo. And that is, what is his future with the 49ers? Many are saying this is going to be his last season with the 49ers. He's going to be sent somewhere else, another team next season, that he'll be playing elsewhere next season. But here's my big what if. What if Jimmy Garoppolo guides the 49ers all the way to the Super Bowl and wins 
wins the Super Bowl as a quarterback for the 49ers. Will that change anything? Will that change the status with the 49ers? Now, it probably won't, but in the end, if Jimmy Garoppolo does indeed take the 49ers to the Super Bowl and this time wins it, that could probably change the dynamic, although probably won't, but it could create a quarterback controversy with the 49ers. They do have the recent first-round draft pick, Trey Lance, waiting in the wings to become their next quarterback, potentially in the future, to replace Jimmy Garoppolo. But what if Garoppolo actually does win the Super Bowl for the 49ers? Could that change anything in San Francisco? Now, that right there is a question that remains to be answered, but it's also a major what-if I do have right now, and that is, what if Jimmy Garoppolo actually does take the 49ers to a Super Bowl victory? If he does, the 49ers, if they do indeed release him to another team, they might ask for more of a trade value if he does that. But will there be a team willing to pay a higher price to get Jimmy Garoppolo if he indeed does win the Super Bowl for the 49ers and does indeed get traded to another team? That right there is a question that remains to be answered. But right now, the 49ers, they're advancing to the NFC Championship game. They are still in a playoff race in a hunt for the Super Bowl. And right now for the Green Bay Packers, well, their season is over. And the major question of Green Bay Packers is right now is what happens to Aaron Rodgers? What does this feature hold not only for Green Bay, but also for the NFL? Is he going to retire? Is he going to go somewhere else? So right now, here's my main guess on this. I think Aaron Rodgers is done with Green Bay. I think he's going to go somewhere else if he does decide to stay in the NFL because right now the Green Bay Packers, they're going to be facing what we call salary cap hell. And by the time that's all over with, their roster may be completely different and it may not be a roster that's built to win a championship game, which is something Aaron Rodgers does not want to see. He did say he does not want to be part of a rebuild because he really doesn't have the time for that right now given his age and probably time left in the NFL. So Aaron Rodgers, he wants to go to a team that's built to win right now and Green Bay might not be that team. So right now the Aaron Rodgers situation in Green Bay is going to be almost like what it was last year at the end of the season, closer to when I started this podcast and that is we don't know what his future holds with Green Bay. So right now that's me a situation I'll be watching to see how it develops. Aaron Rodgers did say he's not going to take too much longer to make his decision but if he does decide to go somewhere else what team will that be what is it many talk it could be the Broncos it could also be another team but in the end we'll see how the situation plays out with Aaron Rodgers because right now the Green Bay Packers I don't believe they'll be his team of the future if he does decide to stay in the NFL so right now Aaron Rodgers situation is me a close situation to watch we'll see how it all develops but right now with Green Bay it looks like Jordan Love might be getting his chance to be their starter if there is indeed a rebuild in Green Bay Jordan Love will be the quarterback they're going to build around so right now the future for Green Bay and Aaron Rodgers, it's all up in the air. We'll see where they go next, but I don't think we're going to wait too long to get our answer. This now brings me to the Sunday games, serve to NFC game, in where Los Angeles Rams defeated the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by a score of 30-27, which also came down to a field goal as well at the very last minute. Matt Stafford had two touchdowns for the Rams, while Tom Brady had one touchdown, one interception. For a very large part of this game, the Rams were definitely in control, but towards the end of the game, there was a Tom Brady-led comeback against the Los Angeles Rams, which ended up came up short. So the Rams, they are now advancing to the Super Bowl and where they'll face the San Francisco 49ers in a home game for the Rams in Los Angeles. But the big question that came from this game is that is, what does the future hold for Tom Brady? Many are starting to wonder if this was indeed Tom Brady's last game in the NFL, if he is indeed going to retire. He did say after the game, his thoughts were on the loss of the game, not on his future. But right now, he also did say that he is deciding what he's going to be doing next season. He's going to retire, come back for one more season. So right now, there's a lot of speculation right now in terms of what Tom Brady is going to do after this loss. But here's what I think is going to happen. I think Tom Brady is going to come back for one more season because here's why. He's very competitive. He's age 44. He said he wanted to play to at least age 45. And also, I don't think he wants to go out on a loss. I think he wants to make one last run for a Super Bowl because when Tom Brady won his first Super Bowl, when he was with the Patriots, it came down to a field goal. And in this game, Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers lost by a field goal. I don't think that Tom Brady wants to go out that way. I don't think he wants to
supposed to go out the same way he came into the NFL, and that is by a field goal. In terms of where his first Super Bowl victory came down to a last minute field goal, I don't think he wants his last game to be defined by losing all because of last minute field goal. So I think in the end, Tom Brady is going to come back. He's too competitive to go out the way that he did. I think he comes back for one more season, one more epic action packed season. That is what I believe Tom Brady is going to do in the end. I think that's what he's going to decide. But also, the reason Tampa lost this game, according to what I saw, is that the injuries he suffered earlier in the season and also the loss of Antonio Brown, I think all that came back to haunt Tampa Bay in this game. As several of their offensive weapons were out with injuries, and also Antonio Brown got released by a team after the incident back up in New York. So I think in the end, just like I speculated before in the earlier edition of this podcast, and that is the injuries that Tampa suffered with their offensive weapons, such as wide receivers, that came back to haunt them in this game because they did not have a lot of weapons to throw to in this game. Tom Brady, he didn't have a lot of wide receivers to throw to. But if he did in the end, I do believe the outcome of this game would have been much different. So that's the what-if scenario having this game. And that is, what if Godwin and Antonio Brown were in this game along the other wide receivers that Tampa lost in this season? What would have happened if they played in this game? Well, I think they would have won, actually. I think they would have defeated the Rams in this game if they were on the field for this game. But in the end, I think that's what cost Tampa this game, and that is a depleted offense. But despite that, though, Tom Brady was able to stage a last-minute comeback with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and although the attempt fell short in the end, it was definitely impressive to watch. It was definitely an excellent effort by Tom Brady. So I do believe that Tom Brady, he's going to come back. I think he's not going to let this loss get to him. He won't let it be the way he goes out. I think he comes back for one more season. Now as for the Rams, the Rams are advancing to the NFC Championship game against the San Francisco 49ers, which will be a pretty good game. Two West Coast teams facing off against one another in the West Coast down in Los Angeles. But are the Rams built to go all the way? Now on that topic, I don't think they are because the Rams definitely have a lot of players on their roster right now that definitely have what I call a lot of ego issues. They're out to prove something, and I think all that's going to come back to haunt the Rams in this game. It might hold back the Rams for winning this game against the 49ers. The 49ers tend to get in the head of teams they play. They're definitely inside the head of the Green Bay Packers. I think they're also inside the mind of the Los Angeles Rams, and I think that's going to be a major factor in this game. So the Rams right now, they're going to the NFC Championship game, but I think in the end, the issues on the roster will come back to haunt them in this game. I'll get to that period a few minutes during the podcast when I make predictions for this coming weekend's NFL action. Now, as for the final game of the weekend, the other Sunday game between the Kansas City Chiefs and Buffalo Bills, that was by far the most exciting game of the weekend. It was not only the most exciting game of the weekend, most likely the most exciting game of the playoffs. It will also go down as one of the best NFL games in playoff history and also NFL history as well. It was definitely a very exciting game to watch. It all came down to people guessing who was going to win in the end. It was all back and forth, back and forth, especially in the fourth quarter. The final 13 seconds were indeed very decisive, which in the end allowed the Kansas City Chiefs to win against the Bills by a score of 42 to 36 in overtime. And where the Kansas City Chiefs are now advancing to the AFC Championship game, it will they'll face off against the Cincinnati Bengals, which will be a Joe Burrow and Patrick Mahomes matchup. And Patrick Mahomes had three touchdowns in this game, while Josh Allen from Buffalo had four touchdowns as a quarterback. But it was a very much a high-scoring game, the most exciting game of the weekend, and also one of the most exciting NFL games I ever saw. As it also shows us a new rivalry in the NFL. Many are starting to compare this rivalry between what happened between Peyton Manning and Tom Brady when Tom Brady was with the Patriots and Peyton Manning was with the Colts and also later with the Denver Broncos. So now we have a Buffalo and Kansas City rivalry. They definitely will play each other in this upcoming NFL season, and they played each other earlier this season as well. But right now we have a new NFL rivalry right now. So my question is, how will this rivalry go? How far will the rivalry go? And who will come out on top in the end? Because right now Kansas City has the advantage, but can they maintain that advantage? And also Buffalo is looking at probably losing their offensive coordinator. If the offensive coordinator for the Buffalo Bills does indeed leave, would that leave a negative impact on the offense for the Buffalo Bills? Can they sustain that loss? Can they maintain their offense if they do indeed lose their offensive coordinator who may go to coach an NFL team? And 
Speaking of offensive coordinators, Eric Bynamy, the offensive coordinator for the Kansas City Chiefs, has also been said to be a finalist for several NFL teams. So he might also leave. So right now, both sides right now, Buffalo and Kansas City, they're looking at the prospect of losing their offensive coordinators who may end up going to coach NFL teams, which will definitely leave a lot of decisions to make for both teams in terms of how they're going to replace those offensive coordinators if they do indeed go to other NFL teams. So I think right now, both teams, they're probably going to be in the same situation right now in the off season. But right now, Kansas City, they're advancing right now. And Kansas City, now many had them ruled out earlier in the season in terms of how far they were going to go. But right now, Kansas City, they are still alive. They're advancing to the AFC Championship game and they'll face off against the Bengals, while Buffalo right now has a lot of questions they need to answer in the offseason, which you can start doing right now, considering they have just been eliminated. But it's by far a very exciting game. And at 13 seconds, that final 13 seconds, which allowed Patrick Mahomes to guide the Chiefs to victory, which occurred in overtime, is definitely leaving a lot to wonder for the Buffalo Bills in terms of how they managed to clock in this game. Many are starting to fault a coach. Many are starting to wonder how he managed that clock in the game, which he probably done it differently, which probably would allow Buffalo to win in the end by avoiding the game to go into overtime. So the top of the clock management has been definitely an issue for Buffalo Bills right now, particularly from this game in terms of how they manage the clock, and that there are other ways they could have done it differently, which would have allowed Buffalo to win the game. But in the end, Kansas City, they won the game. They're now advancing to face off against the Bengals. And now the recap done for this past week, it's now time to look at this coming weekend's championship games, the conference championship games, and the AFC and the NFC in terms of who will win those games. I'll start with the AFC game, which would be the Bengals and the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, who do I believe is going to win this game between Kansas City and Cincinnati, which would be a home game for Kansas City? I think in the end, despite the momentum the Bengals have, despite the fact they won it more, I think in the end it's going to be a close game, but I do believe that Kansas City will win this game against the Bengals, which I believe comes from momentum that Kansas City has gained in this season. They definitely are more built to win, but I think it's going to be a very close game between both teams. I think the Bengals are going to surprise Kansas City in the end by scoring higher than normal, but the offensive line for Cincinnati does have me concerned because I think in the end the offensive line for Cincinnati is going to be an issue for Cincinnati in this game. I think the Chiefs are going to find ways to take advantage of it, and I think that's what's going to help the Chiefs win this game, along with them having a high-scoring offense in this game while also having home field advantage. But given the way this season has gone in the NFL, anything could happen in the end, but I do believe that Kansas City will come out on top in this game and they will advance to the Super Bowl. Now, for the NFC Conference Championship between the Los Angeles Rams and San Francisco 49ers, I have the 49ers winning this game. I think they have enough momentum right now, and like I said earlier, the 49ers have a way of getting inside the head of other teams they play, which we saw with Green Bay, and I think they're definitely inside the head of the Rams right now. It's my belief that will in the end prove to be very decisive for the 49ers. It's going to work in their favor. Now, this will be a home game for the Rams in the city of Los Angeles, but I think in the end, that will not have any difference at all, as the 49ers are able to defeat the Packers up in Lambeau Field. And I'll go ahead with the 49ers in this game, which could mean a rematch between the 49ers and the Kansas City Chiefs in the Super Bowl, assuming my predictions are correct this weekend. So that is my recap of this past weekend's NFL Division Round action as you go into the Conference Championship weekend, and also my predictions for those games as well. We'll see how things play out as we go into the Super Bowl. And that's our due from here in this edition of Bruce Stilled. I'm Rose Brandon. We'll see how things play out this weekend at the Conference Championships, which will no doubt be a very exciting weekend for the NFL as you go towards the Super Bowl. And in the meantime, go out there and have some good beer, good whiskey, some good bourbon. Enjoy this weekend's games. I'll see you all next time. And until then, be brewed and be the still, folks. Cheers. Cheers.